0: Do you desire to please God with your life? Do you also struggle with sinful thoughts and habits? There's a conflict going on there, right? On the one hand, there's a desire to please God. Yet, on the other, there's a strong desire to please self. In Galatians 5.17, Paul reminds us that the flesh is in conflict with the spirit, and the spirit is in conflict with the flesh. They're opposed to each other, making it difficult to do what is right. So how do I successfully and victoriously resist the enemy? Welcome to the Point of Purity podcast, a weekly study filled to the brim with all the tools from Scripture you will ever need to build a lasting life of biblical purity. Well, I'm your host, Steve Etner. This is episode number seven, entitled, Resistance is Not Futile. Acts 3.19 commands, repent then and turn to God, so that your sins may be wiped out and that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Well, I'm going to assume that you would appreciate some times of refreshing from the Lord, am I right? I'm also going to assume that those times of refreshing include that elusive sexual purity that you've been longing for. And might I also be safe in assuming that you struggle sometimes, believing that those times of refreshing are even achievable? I assure you, God is not a liar. God has promised you that when you repent, when you turn to Him, He will give you times of refreshing. He'll give you victory. Now, I'm fairly certain that right now you may find this hard to believe. But you can be completely free from the powerful, relentless grip that lust and porn and masturbation has on you. And that's not my promise. You have God's authoritative word on that. You don't have to give in anymore. James chapter 4, verse 7 reveals what I call heaven's two-part recipe for guaranteed victory. In James 4, 7, it says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Did you catch those two parts there? Part one is to submit to God. Choose daily to place yourself under his absolute authority in every aspect of your life, which includes your sexual desires and your passions. Choose daily to yield your will completely to his. And then part two is this. resist. The devil choose daily to say no to the lies that he's whispering into your heart. Choose daily to cling to the truth, because as John eight thirty two tells us, it is the truth that will set you free. Let me repeat James four seven to you. Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. I want you to notice the order of things here. First, You must daily choose to submit to God before you can ever effectively resist the devil. If you attempt to reverse the order, you will fail. Guaranteed. Why? Because the enemy will not flee from you without God on your side. The enemy is not afraid of you. However, when you submit yourself to God, when you allow God to be the authority in your life, Satan has to turn tail and run. That's guaranteed. So to live in victory, to live in purity, you must first submit to God. Okay, great. But what does that mean? How do I do that? Why must I do that? When James says the first thing we are to do is submit to God, he's saying that we need to walk in obedience to him all the time, no matter what we must put ourselves under His full and complete authority in our lives all the time, no matter what. Just like a soldier is under the leadership of a superior officer, so we are to be with God. And it's not that the soldier is less of a person or less important than someone else. It's simply acknowledging the authority that has been placed over you and trusting in the fact that your commanding officer knows more than you do. It's trusting Him to lead you and choosing to obey His commands and follow His leadership whether you understand it or agree with it or not. Here's the struggle. In our own sinful, independent spirit, we tend to think we know better, don't we? In fact, we usually think we know what's best. We're a generation of people that that claim our rights, as one hamburger chain used to advertise You should have it your way. This this mindset has permeated every aspect of life to the point where even the concept of submission to a higher authority rubs us the wrong way. When your focus is on King Me, you are easily swept away with the world's philosophy of my rights and my way, no matter the cost. Submitting yourself under the lordship and leadership of God in every aspect of your life is easier said than done. Am I right? And that's due in a large part because submitting yourself to God and resisting the devil requires humility and repentance. Something most of us struggle with in spades. James 4.10, we are commanded to humble ourselves before the Lord and he will exalt us. You see, in Scripture, the word humility refers to being fully aware of, in agreement with, the fact that you are not God. You are a created being, fully dependent upon your Creator for all things. You are in all ways subservient to the one true God. You owe Him everything, and He owes you nothing. Pride, which is the opposite of humility, says, I want, I need, I deserve, I desire, I must have, I cannot live without. It's always about me, me, me. I like to put it this way. King me always has an I for the I. (laughs) Let me explain. King me always has an I, E-Y-E, for the I, me. King me makes sure that the I gets everything that the I wants. I must be happy, 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 no matter the cost. Can you see who's sitting on the throne when pride is reigning? On the other hand, humility says, along with the Apostle Paul in Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Humility understands that, as Galatians 5.24 says, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and its desires. In humility, King Me surrenders completely, totally, unreservedly to the King of all kings. We're instructed in 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 5 and 6 to clothe ourselves, all of us, with humility. God opposes the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, 1 Peter 5, 5, and 6. To be free from the grip of sexual impurity, to be victorious over your sinful habits, you must daily choose to humble yourself by removing King Me from the throne of your heart. You must make that choice. I can't make it for you, and you cannot make it for me. You must choose to step off, step back, and allow the King of Kings to assume lordship and leadership of your life, all of your life, all of the time. Proverbs 22, verse 4 tells us that the reward for humility and the fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? You must choose daily to humbly submit every part of your life to God. Let him give you the victory you desire. Let your creator richly bless you. Let him honor you. Let him raise you up to a position of dignity and honor if and when he so chooses. It's, it's all about God, not about you. Second Corinthians 10, verses 17 and 18 says, "'Let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord.'" For it is not the one who commends himself who is approved, but the one whom the Lord commends. You see, it's not about you fighting the three-headed dragon and emerging at the end of the battle wondrously victorious. It's not about you being able to shout out, I fought the beast and the beast lost. It's all about God getting the praise and the glory As 2 Peter 1.3 says, it's about him giving you everything you need to be what Romans 8.37 says, more than a conqueror in this battle for purity. It's about the fact that, according to Philippians 4.19, only God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That requires humility on your part. You need to choose to daily drop to your knees before God and daily yield your heart and your soul to him. It's a choice. Don't forget James four verses six and seven. It reminds us that God opposes the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you Proverbs eighteen twelve says before destruction, a man's heart is haughty, but humility comes before honor. Proverbs eleven two warns us when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with the humble is wisdom. And don't forget Proverbs 29, verse 23, it says, one's pride will bring him low, but he who is lowly in spirit will obtain honor. I want you to consider this next statement very carefully. There can be no victory where there is no surrender. You will not experience victory over the beast until you fully surrender to the beast master, God himself. Don't be deceived into believing that you can beat the beast of lust, porn, and masturbation on your own. You can't. Your past attempts, your past failures have proven that point over and over again. Only God can help you defeat the beast. Let me remind you here that James chapter 4, verse 7 commands you to submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. You don't have to cower before the enemy. You don't have to bow the knee to your lusts ever again. You don't have to give in to your sexual temptations. Submitting yourself to God requires humility and repentance. Now, we've talked about humility. Let's talk for a couple minutes about repentance. You see, repentance refers to having a change in your thinking, a change of heart. You've been accustomed to thinking about what's going to please me, what's going to make me happy, what's going to bring me satisfaction and fulfillment. Up to this point, you have been trying to defeat the beast. You have been trying to quit. I submit it's time to stop trying and start turning. You need to do an about-face. You need to choose to think about glorifying God instead of satisfying yourself. You have repeatedly failed yourself. God will not. In Second Chronicles 7, verse 14, God says, If my people, who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land second chronicles 7:14 in that verse can you see both humility and repentance do you see the promise that god gives to us submit yourself to god humble yourself before god resist the devil turn from your wicked ways then god will hear then god will forgive then god will heal There can be no victory where there is no surrender. If you want victory over this beast in your life, if you want to live in victory and freedom, no longer giving in to lust and porn and masturbation and sexual gratification, then you must surrender completely to God. Submission to God includes this. Now listen carefully. Admit and acknowledge that only God can give you what you're seeking. Only God can give you what you are needing. Only God can satisfy you. You cannot do this without Him. Second Chronicles 30 verse 9 says, The Lord your God is gracious and merciful. He will not turn His face away from you if you return to Him. Joel chapter 2 verse 1 says, Rend your hearts, not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. Let me once again remind you of what James 4 7 says Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Two things that you must do if you want guaranteed victory first, submit to God. Second, after and only after you've submitted to God, choose then to plant your feet firmly on the solid rock of Christ and set yourself against the devil. Resist his temptations. Refuse to give him any ground to stand on. And when he pushes, and push he will, then you push back harder. And when he feeds you lies and lie to you he will, you just shove God's truth down his throat. 1st peter chapter 5 verses 8 and 9 commands us to be self-controlled and alert you see your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour resist him standing firm in the faith in ephesians 4:27 we are commanded to give no opportunity to the devil oh don't miss that Do not miss that. No opportunity. Resist him at all times. You are to, as Ephesians 6.11 commands, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Oh, please understand that God is giving you yet another powerful promise here. Willingly choose to place yourself underneath his authority submit to him yield to him allow him to be the lord and leader over all of your life including every aspect of your sexuality then in his authority alone you can resist the devil upon god's authority the devil has to flee from you did you catch that the enemy has to go when you are functioning under the authority of god in your life no matter how long you've been fighting or giving in to the beast no matter how defeated you may feel right now you can live in victory and freedom i promise you i place myself on the table as exhibit a listen to my testimony in episode 1 if you haven't yet god grabbed a hold of my life and he changed me and i am living in victory and freedom not because of anything that steve etner's doing not because of any great program or great counseling method it's because surrendering and yielding to the Lord Jesus Christ and resisting the devil has guaranteed that the enemy has to flee from me. So no matter how long you've been fighting, your sin can be wiped out. You can experience those times of refreshing that the scriptures promise. Listen closely to Proverbs 28:13. It says this, Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper. But he who confesses them and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Well, the question is not whether you want to be in this war. Every one of us is in it. You are either daily being defeated by the devil and therefore following the whims and the wishes of the enemy, like cattle to the slaughter, or, as First Peter 5.9 says, you are daily choosing to resist him, standing firm in your faith. There is no neutral zone. You either triumph by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony, or you will be enslaved by Satan. So let me encourage you with two commands from our commander-in-chief, from God himself. 2 Timothy 2, verse 3 says, Share in suffering as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And 1 Timothy 1.18 says, Wage the good warfare. So let me close today's podcast with this reminder from James 4.7. Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you.